Hey people, guess what day and time it is? It's Monday and it's 1pm and I'm dropping a new episode of my podcast right now. Thank you so much for the show of love on the last episode. I think the last episode got the highest place so far. I'm so glad that you're finding this content very helpful. Uh, my name is Shofu Mbolarewa and you're welcome to the Girls Women Business Podcast. If you have a friend or you know someone that's interested in building a profitable and structured online business from the comfort of their homes please drag them to listen to this episode right now share the links with them and tell them about this podcast there's so much amazing amazing content and stuff for you already and there's more coming you don't want to miss any part of it my name is Jofumi and for five years now, I have worked with small and large and medium-sized organizations providing online marketing solutions to help them grow their businesses and I'd love to be a part of your journey. Please um, follow me and um, follow this podcast for more content that I have for you. Today's episode is based on popular demand, guys. But before I delve into it, I'd like to remind you that, and this is for the sake of people that are listening for the first time, that this podcast is, first of all, called the Girls Women Business Podcast. This is where I give African women and men, really, because the rules that I share are universal in nature, but I just tend to focus more on women. This is where I share practical tips and practical strategies to start, to structure, strategize, sell, and scale your online business from the comfort of your home. I'm putting more attention on women because I want more women, especially mothers, to build successful online businesses from the comfort of their homes by still having a lot of spare time to raise their kids, to build their families, to cater to their faith, yet making lots lots of money and of course being relevant. Anyway, enough of the introductions, let's dive in already. Like I mentioned earlier, today I'm going to be discussing something very important. I'm going to be discussing low budget but tested and trusted ways to attract new customers to your online business now this is for people who already have businesses who are all those that are ready to start one a lot of people believe they need to spend a lot of money on digital marketing and paid ads and facebook cards and instagram ads etc to attract new customers but um that's not necessarily true these strategies that i'm about to share with you um, are very um, low budget in the sense that you don't need, for some of them, you don't need a dime to implement them. And they are very effective. They've been tested, they've been tried and true. You, What it takes is just for you to go the extra mile to um, make them happen. I'd like to say, first of all, that in closing more sales and attracting more customers, the first step you should take is to set a clear target, set a clear goal. Now, how much sales do you want to make this month? Let's start with that. So this is September, right? As a business, as um, an online vendor, you sell shoes, you sell bags, you make clothes, you bake cakes. How many, how much sales do you want to make this month? You know, you can start by um, deciding how much money you want to make realistically how much money do you want to make in September or well, September is already like halfway so you can start plan for October right how much money do you want to make in October 
how much sales do you have to make to make that kind of money for instance let's say i mean it depends on your profit margin right let's say that you have to sell 100 bags to meet your um sales target or your income target uh, you have to be specific like that your goal for the month when it comes to sales and revenue has to be clear court and you know um perfect and if you have staff members and employees that work with you they have to be in on these numbers. They have to know these numbers. Everybody has to know that this is the number that we're working with, right? You need to be clear on the amount of sales you want to make. That's where it all begins, right? If you look at, if you observe great organizations that are successful, right, regardless of the size, they usually every time as a rule of law have clear cut target. I mean, I work with a multinational organization we have monthly targets, we have quarterly target, we have yearly target, right? And from this target, we are clear on the numbers that we, we we're working with. And that's, I mean, this has a lot of benefits. For one, it helps you to clarify where you're going. But um, more importantly, it helps you to measure how far you've come. How do you even measure how far you've come when you don't have a, a clear number to start with, right? So I'll start by saying set a click target and go all out for it if you say you want to make 100 sales in the month of october right and 100 sales can mean different things for different businesses if you're selling bags and you're selling shoes selling accessories you could say you want to make 100 sales you could be referring to the number of items i mean if you're in a consulting business you could be referring to headcount of customers that you know you're working with but be clear and of course don't overshoot i mean when it comes to setting goals there are fundamental rules like your goals being smart measurable timely and all of that all of those apply but make sure that the target you're selling that you're setting for yourself is clear and it's something that you can run with make it clear make it you know um actionable make it um a number that you can work with you can look to that you can measure that i mean after every week you can say okay this is where we are the goal is 20 but we're at 10 but without a target i mean it's it's not having a target is like shooting yourself in the legs like you're not even showing up to the race it's like you're running a race to win but you're not even showing up to the race in the first place right Do you get that so um and this is the way it works for target sometimes sometimes you aim for a 10 you end up at a 7 i mean due to different factors sometimes you aim for a 100 you end up at 50 but i mean you are still way better than someone who aimed at nothing and ended up with one or two you aimed at a 10 you got a, you got a seven you're way better than someone that aimed at nothing and got one right it's it's a two it's it's two different things i mean and you don't want to be caught in that other side of not setting a target and just um living on chance and living on faith and like people call it living on vibes and inshallah that doesn't work for a business that wants to scale you need to be clear on your numbers so i mean set a clear target that's um um, already established i want to make 200 sales this month i want to um, get 10 clients this month i want to get five clients this month be very clear specific actionable measurable i mean all of the smart rules of setting your goals apply it and setting these goals so the next question that you have to ask yourself after setting this goal is how do i achieve this goal so now we're talking about setting marketing goals or setting sales goals how much sales you want to make right um how do we achieve this number and this 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 takes a lot of thinking this takes you i mean sitting down with your team if you have one and talking and get i mean pick their brains out but um what i've done right is 
this list of things you can do to attract customers. If you have a target, let's say you have 100 sales to make or 10 clients to win in the month of October, for instance, these are several ideas that you can work with. But I mean, some of them will apply to you. Some of them will not apply to you. Some of them will give you ideas on things to look at. But what I have focused on is the the low budget strategies. People feel like for them to um, be successful, they need to make it, I mean, spend a lot of money running ads. But that's not necessarily true, like I mentioned earlier. So I've listed out several things you could do. And today I'm going to be taking the first part of that conversation where I'm sharing um, some of those things that you can start to do to attract new customers or new clients, depending on the kind of business you're running. And um, you take me later, actually, because like I mentioned, some of these, you don't even have to spend a dime for them. It's just you being intentional and you going all out for your target. So yes, um, let's get started. Here's a list of things you can do that won't cost you money really and um but will cost you time will cost you thinking will cost you um being intentional number one is word of mouth marketing that's referrals this is amazing but this one i'm sharing today is word of mouth marketing with a twist so this one has a twist we all know that um, the best form of marketing is word of mouth. Like this is not a news to you if you're a business owner. Um, there is no marketing strategy or no amount of money that you can pay to run adverts, whether um, through I mean online adverts or even traditional adverts. That is as powerful as people that have experienced your product telling others about it. People believe people. People believe people who have used your product. This is so powerful and this is something that you should pay attention to. Right? I know that you get those referrals here and there. People like your product. They refer you to other people. But it's time to take it a step further. It's time to be more intentional about your your word of mouth marketing. And that's why I said word of mouth marketing with a twist. So this means that you're the one initiating the word of mouth marketing. And I'll get into that in a moment. But the first thing I want to say, a very important foundation, right, um, to pay attention to here is that in when it comes to word of mouth marketing, the quality of your product and your service cannot be overemphasized. People don't recommend bad products or poor services. I don't care how much I like you, how much you're important to me. If your products are bad or your services are bad, I will not recommend you. So that's like a very basic place to start from. Even if you're paying people, if your products are bad, people will still tell people. They want people. Instead of them to recommend you, they want people about you. I, I once worked for um, an organization. I had to leave. They, were, they had a very bad reputation. It was so bad. There was nothing that we were coming with. People were just met with different confrontations of what they had done in the past, how they had duped people in the past, how they were not, I mean, truthful in the past. You don't want to build a wrong reputation for yourself and for your program, for your services, because at that point, it becomes more difficult to sell. So the first thing you need to take care of and to be sure of is that what you're selling is quality. If people keep complaining, you cannot ignore that. If you have one or two companies, you can't, you can't just say, okay, well, it's that customer that has issues. You have to like pay attention to the complaints that come. And you have to take that a step further and request for feedback. It's important that you request for feedback from your customers. If they are good, then you can use that as testimonials. If they are bad, 
you can attend to those complaints and use that as a tool to get better as a business but please before we start to get people to refer us or to implement any of those strategy one of the major foundational things you need to pay attention to is what you're selling i mean i used to patronize this online vendor um that says i mean funny enough this person was recommended this person was referred to me by someone else who got a dress from the person and then i reached out based on the referral i reached out to the person and this i mean i wanted to get some tops some um, office wares and they sent i mean the person sent me this office wares that they had and i i placed my order and thank god i was smart enough to i wanted to buy a lot but i mean because i already have learned my lessons from online vendors i decided to test the person with one or two first and just see how that turns out before buying more and thank god i did that because the the samples that i ordered for they were nothing to write them about i mean the colors i mean starting from the color something as basic as color i ordered for red sent me orange and i ordered for blue the shade of blue was different i don't know what kind of lights they used to take the pictures it was just terrible and i'm saying that that experience i would and and what was worse was that i I planned to buy more i just wanted to test this person and they failed more fully and i've and i mean i went to their page i saw even more complaints i mean on instagram i saw even more complaints and more complaints you can't sell a bad product and no form of marketing would sell a bad product so just bottom line take care of your product ensure that what you're selling is quality if you have to change your vendors please do at the end of the day people don't patronize your vendors they patronize you and as people as far as people are concerned you are the business so please take care of that and make sure that your customer service delivery is top notch and those conversations are for another day but this is just a foundation for whatever you're going to be doing when it comes to marketing and um so now let's get into the real world of marketing with a twist this week or this month or whatever time you're listening to this I want you to start to think of ways that you can initiate what of marketing. How can you initiate referral? How can you encourage your um, customers or people, your people, your friends to refer you to other people? Don't just wait for that miracle. I know that it happens where people just, you know, have people around them that wants to, you know, needs what you have and they remember you. But beyond that miraculous thing that happens, how can you initiate that on a regular one of the ways you can do that, and that's why I call it word of market, word of marketing, with a twist. One of the ways you can do that is to have a reward. So, a friend of mine reached out to me a couple of weeks back. I'm sure she's listening to this episode, and she did something that I thought was very brilliant, and I was going to share with everybody. So she she bakes. I mean, she's a baker. She bakes cakes. She makes um, small chops. She makes pies and donuts and all these amazing, amazing pastries. And she sent me a message on WhatsApp to say, Asian for me, I'm sending some pastries to you that I know that you love. Please, when you get them, I want you to make some content with them and tag me on Instagram. Say something nice about the, the, the pastries I sent to you. I'm doing this for 20 more people. And I'm like, you know what, girl? This is brilliant. This is so brilliant. If you send me free food, because, I mean, of course, I'm not paying for it. If you send me free, and I've eaten our food, I've eaten our pastries before, I've patronized that before. Our food tastes really nice. Our pastries taste really nice. I mean, she does really well. I would recommend her to anybody, right? And she was like, if you, if I send this to you, you're sending me food for free. 
and you want me to talk about your business and i know that you do good stuff i will talk about your business i will post you on my instagram on my whatsapp for free because you're giving me for free giving me value for free that's an idea that somebody could borrow you could initiate you know word of mouth marketing by adding a reward of course putting it at the back of your mind that you have taken care of or um making sure that you're taking care of your product because if your product has issues even if you if you give it out for free people would still complain and they would still not buy i mean what do you think i would do i will post that all over my social media channels i would recommend her to people because now she's even giving me value for free. A lot of people complain that, oh, my friends don't refer me. And I see things like, if you're my friend and you've never referred me before, are we really friends? As a matter of fact, I really don't hold you a referral. If I patronize you, I buy a product from you. I don't hold you a referral. People feel like, oh, people feel entitled to, to your referral. And as a friend, I, I, I'm a big believer in women supporting women. I'm a big believer in women going all out and you support each, supporting each other's businesses and all of that. That's amazing, right? But I don't hold you referral because I paid for the product. If you sent me, if you if I buy a product from you or or I patronize you for a service, I paid fully for it. I don't I don't hold you a, a referral, right? But if you had a reward. That might trigger me to reward you. A couple of weeks ago, a friend of mine, um, a friend of mine and I were talking about a referral strategy for a product, a digital product that for I mean a brand that we're consulting for. And I felt like it was so amazing. These are things that brands are looking into. Even very big brands with digital products and all these amazing offers to the market. So um, there's a whole lot of conversation about, around word of marketing. I'm, I'm beginning to feel like I should do an episode on that. I mean, if there's a need for that, if you want me to do that, just send me a message. If I get a lot of um, people asking for it, I could. But just to say that people don't hold you referrals. People don't hold you word of mouth marketing. But you can initiate that, first of all, to make sure, first of all, by making sure that your products are good. I mean, some people, you don't even need to give them any reward. If your products are good, they will refer you. It's just what we do normally as default, like human beings. When we love something, when we use a product, and when we use a service and it's amazing, we want to talk about it. The same way when we use a bad product, we also want to talk about it. If I got a, an amazing I mean, wedding dress, I say I want to get married, and I want to buy a wedding dress, and this vendor, I mean this um, wedding dress maker did so beautifully well, this dress is so beautiful, I would gladly talk to, I mean, I would gladly talk to someone that's planning to get married about this person. You know, it, it makes even more sense. I mean, some people, some products that you don't even have to sell, you don't even have to say anything. The fact that it's looking so beautiful. I mean, a couple of weeks back, I was wearing a top. I was wearing a top that a friend of mine had made me, another um, dressmaker that she had made me. And people kept asking me, who made this for you? Right there and then, I, I, I sent her contact about three people. I walk, what she did made room for her. I didn't even say a word. I didn't have to say, oh, guys, I have a friend oh, making clothes. They, 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 they saw what they liked and they asked me. So make sure that your process is good. Bottom line, number two is people don't hold you word of mouth marketing. They don't hold you referrals. So when your friends don't refer, you don't feel like, oh, maybe they don't, they don't support your business. You could have a reward. And I'm not saying that friends should not support one another. I'm just saying that if it's not coming, then it's not it's not personal. It's just maybe they don't see a need for that. And they don't hold you that they paid you for the service or they paid you for the product. So they don't hold you that, right? One of the ways to trigger that is to have a reward. 
you know bottom line give give things for free apart from your friends apart from your customers i mean send send things to your customers why do why do you think brands do give away I want you to experience that product i want you to like it and i want you to tell others about it so Today, that's one of the strategies that you can add to your list of strategies to attract customers. Add reward. Add reward. Give people um, 20% discount, 30% discount for for referring you or send people free products. Go to your your whole your customer so you know that they like you and they've used your products and they were satisfied. Send them free stuff. could be something that is so, that is not so expensive. And just tell them to recommend you f- to five people or something like that. I mean, think, get creative with this. Think, think deeply. But when people are rewarded, they are more um, ginger. Let me use ginger. Though. They are more triggered to want to refer you. Anyway, I'm spending too much time on this. Let me just move on to the second thing. I still have a couple of more things to talk about before I end today's episode. Number two is to reach out to old customers or old um, prospects that have made inquiries and never got back. So we all have these prospects that, you know, reach out to us. All these people that reach out to you to make inquiries about your business. So I want to buy this bag. Do you have it in this color? Do you have it in this size, in this shape, in this design, in this designer? Right? They reach out to you and ask all the questions and they never come back. Oh my god, I know this thing is very annoying. I mean, I, I get feedback from a lot of my friends that get to sell stuff, or even for those people that offer services like consulting, people reach out, they make all the inquiries, and they get to the point of making payments and then they ghost you literally. I know how annoying that can be, but I mean, some people don't even get to the point of payment. They just ask, Oh, do you have this? Yes, I have. Um, how many do you want? I want five. What colors do you want? I want A, B, C, D, Z. Um, then you don't hear from them anymore. Hello, hello, hello. They've ghosted you, right? Um, there's several reasons why this happens. And, um, maybe that they don't need that, that product at the moment. Maybe a conversation, I mean, a friend of you and someone got into a conversation about something. I just wanted to have an idea of the price. It's not like you need it at that moment, right? But at least you you just want to have an idea of how much it costs and who sells and everything so it's not a need at the moment so because it's not a need at the moment even though i'm making inquiries i might not buy number two it might you might be asking on behalf of someone number three your price might exceed their budget it might be like okay the price you're giving is more than their budget and they don't want to and maybe probably have somebody that can do it cheaper they don't want to tell you that people are very vendors get very sensitive when it comes to price so i mean it's just um they just don't want to tell you that. But, I mean, they won't completely hold that. Or maybe other urgent things come up. It's not, I mean, a lot of priority. That's not like an urgent need or so. There's several reasons. Think of the reasons why you don't complete orders. There's several reasons why. And some people are very bad at it. They don't tell you the real reason. They don't say, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm learning to do that. To say, okay, I'm sorry. I'm just making an inquiry. I'm not ready to buy. You know, that kind of thing. People don't come out to say those things. But, I mean, those are the, those are the things that happen, right? And um, so we all feel bad when people go to us. But one of the ways that we can actually close sales as well is to go back to those old customers. So I might not need your product at the moment, but I might need it later. But if you stay top of mind, because when we send reminders, yes, you can send reminders to say, okay, hi, you, you ordered for this or you made inquiries about this the last time. Would you like to proceed? Is there a reason why you didn't complete your order? Is there a question you have? Do you get like asking those questions just helps you to know if, you, I mean, just helps you to know the state of the 
of a customer and to see if you could still convince them to complete the order or convince them to go to go for other products that you have or something like that you know and i'm just sending them reminders keep you at the top of their mind you know why do you think companies like coca-cola advertise i mean let me ask that sincere question a, a, a brand like coca-cola they're everywhere people know them don't you know coca-cola i mean i'll be surprised if you don't why do you think they still you know spend all these billions of naira or billions of dollar dollars on advertising every quarter every year because they want to stay top of your mind. They know they have competitors. They have several people, several drinks. You have all of those products that you can drink. They want to make sure that they are always on top of your mind. So you have to always be on top of your mind of your customer. So if they made inquiries last time, they did not come back, then you can send them reminders. Hi, you placed this order a couple of weeks back. Do you want to proceed? Is there something you want to clarify? Things like that. And there are ways to automate this, actually. There are tools that help you automate this. But that's a different, different conversation. I'm just giving you ideas for today on how um, you could... This could be a marketing strategy for you to close more sales. And I was talking to a friend um, a couple of months back. I mean, I invited her as a collaborator on my podcast. And she was like, she she was alarmed at how much sales she could make or how much sales she closed by just going back to hold inquiries and following up that she was surprised that she could she was literally surprised at how much she could make so you'll be surprised if you just go back to all those people that send you dms i don't know how people contact you dms emails sms you know um whatsapp however ways people contact you there will be desirable people that have made orders or that have made inquiries but never came back just send them reminders friendly reminders it doesn't mean you're desperate it just means that you want their business, right? So ask for it. Anyway, um, let's go to number three. This one is pretty easy. Go through your contact and reach out to people that might need your services. So this one's very easy. Some of us, we have contacts. We have people on our WhatsApp. We have people on our Instagram. People that follow us. People that interact with our content. But they've never bought from us, right? One of the easier, easy ways or one of the easiest ways to get word of mouth or to get um attract new customers is to reach out to those people that oh hi um do you know i do this do you know i make cakes would you like to um order from me do you know someone that needs it you know reach out a lot of times people don't patronize you because they don't know that you even do those things a couple of um some months back not even a couple some months back i was in a get together and all of us were mandated to talk about what we do and there was a particular lady that I've known for a long time. We attend the same church. I've known her for a long time. I had no idea that she makes clothes. She makes a certain type of clothes. I had no idea. She looks like a corporate person to me. People, you'll be surprised. You think everybody knows what you're doing. You think everybody follows you on Instagram. No, we don't know what, what you're doing, you know. But the more you tell us about what you're doing, the more we stay at the top of the more you stay at the top of our mind, and we want to buy those things, or we want to make decisions. We might not buy at the spot, but at least we know and we see you and we remember you. And when we want to make that buying decision, you come to our mind and then we patronize you. That's how it works. So go through your contacts, your WhatsApp contacts, go through your Instagram contacts, go through you know your phone contacts, your phone book contacts. Look at people that you know, people that um 
interact with your content people that see your content they might not even buy and reach out to them send them i mean create a broadcast list if you have to send them messages private messages and ask them um introduce yourself officially to them tell them what you do and um ask them if they would like to patronize you'd be surprised how much how many people you assume know about what you're doing but they don't know or they just see or they just feel like maybe you're just two way out of their league or even though they kind of know what you're doing but they're not sure you can actually service them by just getting in the face of people that's just i think that's just all i'm trying to say get into people's faces and tell them what you do in a very polite friendly manner um people will tell you oh no yeah i have a vendor that already does this oh no sorry i'm not interested be ready for that you'll be ready for the no's but also be ready for the yeses because they will come and when they come serve them well and also encourage them to refer their friends anyway uh i'm going to move on number four is very similar to number two which is a reward this one is um influencer marketing but a reward a reward based sorry a reward based influencer marketing so what this means is that look for influencers so by influencers people that um have a voice online that have massive followers i mean and they don't even have to be like very massive you know when people think of influencers they think of the high-end high gig influencers that have the millions of followers if someone has ten thousand active followers or five thousand active followers or even if it's two thousand active followers right you could engage with them and talk to them to you know talk about marketing your business to them and for some of these people you don't even have to like pay in terms of cash you can pay in kind you can pay in reward you could pay with your products or with your service um the last um this one organization that i consulted for um last year in 2021 and um we worked together for about a year on a project and one of the ways we we got our product out there was through this means we didn't even go for the high end because they were too high i mean it was a new product and we didn't have a lot of budget or funding when it comes to marketing so we had to improvise so we went for a lot of macro and nano i mean micro or nano influencers and some people that don't even identify as influencers, but they have a lot of um, active followers, you know, having followers is actually different from having active followers. They have a lot of active followers online and then we engage them, just send gifts to them, send rewards to them. So what, what, what the business I was, what I was consulting for, what they do is they provide artisans, you know, home service artisans. You can hold out. We we have a app or we built a app that you can hold out, um massage therapist. You can hold a cook. You can hold an electrician, stuff like that. So we 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 provided all the services for free. We allow them use the app, order whatever they want to order for free. Then they get the service for free at no cost. But then they, we we ask for their permission to you know take the videos and the photos of the process and this got us a lot of traction a lot of customers people that are active online so look for influencers around you and by influencers i don't mean the high-end ones if you can afford them or if you have relationships with them i mean there was a brand that i've been working with for for, for some years now i still work with them um one of the ways that we grow our business or that we grew the business was through influencers i mean the owner of the business has access to all all the big names and i don't want to mention names because i'm not marketing for anybody nobody has paid me to market for them <laughs> so um 
she has access to all the big names because she's also sort of a big name right then because of that we get a lot of influencer deals we get, get a lot of mentions from influencers our page we're gonna approach thousands and thousands of followers thousands of engagement thousands of inquiries and sales and, and that's amazing if you don't have that kind of contact there are people around you that are very active i mean for instance for me i'm not very active on social media i'm learning to be active because people kind of assume that because you're doing this you just i'm learning i'm trying to be you know i'm trying to create content but i'm naturally i'm just more of a reserved person so if you're that kind of person but there are people that are very active online the post all sort of things people interact people and get a built engagement around themselves on social media use those people send stuff to them let them create content for you you know and it's very very similar to what i mentioned earlier people that are like influencers in the sense that they have a lot of engagement and a lot of views a lot of likes but they're not you know official influencers right and um reward them you don't have to pay them with money you can reward them with your service or with your product anyway that's costing you some money but i mean not directly so that's it um number what's So the last one for today, um, I had to, this is, um, I have 10 points here, 10 ways to attract more customers, but I had to break it into two because it was going to take the whole day. So I'm just, I just had to break it into two. The last one for today, number five is to offer your new customers discounts and promotions. So who doesn't like promotions, right? I mean, everybody likes the sound of promotions, but I feel like these days and in these times that we're in, discounts and promotions have been overused to the point that people don't trust that process anymore i was i was talking to a marketing professional a couple of months back they own an e-commerce store and i was just um recommending certain things um you know from what i had seen from their store and everything i was talking about discount offering discounts genuine discounts to customers and the professional was like i mean of course i won't mention the name of the brand and the name of the person and it was like oh yeah yeah, yeah that they can they can do a 10 percent discount but i mean of course not the real discount they're just going to um, mark up the price okay let's say the product i mean they sell computing products so let's say the product costs about three hundred thousand naira on a good day and they want to offer 10 percent discount they'll just increase the price from 300,000 to let's say 310,000 and say that they're giving 10% discount but in actual fact they're still selling it at the original price something like that and brands do a lot of things like that don't do that I know that in this economy discounts can be a bit um costly because I mean you're still trying to meet up with your cost of production and stuff like that but what I, I would say is that we all understand that prices of things have gone up inflation is on the high so let people know the genuine cost of your products without over inflating your prices right and um add a genuine discount as much as you can afford if you cannot afford a discount what you can do is um maybe encourage people to buy more for less right you encourage them to buy more for less or there's several promotions that you can do um they can win products they can you know if they get certain products they can get another for free if they um, hire a particular service they can get a couple of products for free so just think about creative ways i can actually offer discounts and promotions to people genuine ways though because if you are not genuine people people will see through that and that could backfire 
that could backfire i mean the fact that you're even running discounts could come back to you and people are like okay they're just lying and you know that starts to question the integrity of your business Anyway, I'm going to have to stop here today. There's just a lot to talk about. I see I have about six to seven more ideas that you don't even have to pay for. I mean, all of these things I've been mentioning, I mean, all day. Which one did you have to like pay some heavy advertising money on? And some of them are even more effective than paid ads. I'm going to teach you about how you can make paid ads effective for your business in another, I don't know, another episode. I'm not sure when that was going to be, but sometime soon because... We are in a place where, at a time where paid ads are overused, a lot of people are running ads, and people are suffering from heart fatigue. People know that you're running ads, people know you're trying to sell to them, people don't like to be sold to. So, as much as people feel like, oh, once you have money for advertising, you can even spend all of that money, all of this money, you can have all the money, spend on advertising, and then it won't work. I mean, this is very, and people get alarmed at this. And when they hire you as a, as the expert to run ads for them, and it doesn't get results. I mean, of course, I mean that's not going to happen to you because if you're not supposed to run ads, I'll tell you that you actually don't need to run ads to to sell this business. When we look at your business critically, I'll tell you what you need. There are times when you run hard, but for small business owners, that's not the first point of call, right? That is needed from time to time, but that's not the first point of call. So just let me know in the comment section if you're going to try any of these five things. I think they're amazing. And I'm coming with even more in the next episode, next week, Monday. Um, just let me know what you think. I hope this helped somebody. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening for the first time. For the past 30-something minutes, <laughs> I hope you learned something new. But more importantly, I hope you're going to apply them. Anyway, um, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Please feel free to reach out to me if there's a topic you'd like me to address specifically or if there are questions you want me to answer. Please send me an email at gwmbafrica at gmail.com and I'll be sure to attend to them. In fact, please bombard me with questions because I want to be sure that the kind that I'm creating are things that are practical and things that you can use. Also, if you need a one-on-one clarity session with me, we all need that clarity session from time to time. If you need any of that and i created this based on demand people care to ask me questions and i felt like okay you know what i won't be able to cater to all the questions i get asked if um i don't put a structure around it so that's why i put a structure around it by creating this podcast episode and by also um putting a structure in place where you can actually book a client session with me so if you're interested in doing that please um check the link in my description to book a free 30 minute session with me I'm going to catch you on the next episode. See you same time next week. Keep winning, girl.